Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live. As always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Uh, my back is killing me. My shoulder's killing me. I'm going to have my favorite painkiller here. A grapefruit sculpin. Uh, yeah, still one of my favorites. Uh, good stuff. Hope you're all doing good. Um, it was fun to get back to it uh, last week. It was great having uh, our buddy Patrick Sabeel on and um, talking about the investment opportunities he had going with um, a band of anglers. I don't know if any of you guys uh, jumped on that. He did seem to get a little bit of a surge right after we did our show. So uh, maybe we could take credit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, Patrick's a great guy and uh, he makes a great product. So, I mean, I'm a believer for sure. So, um, you know, maybe it's something you can consider if you get a, a few extra bucks laying around and want to be a part of uh, that company. Um, I do appreciate all you guys uh, coming back, joining with us again. I know it's going to take a while to get our momentum going again after we've been uh, basically haven't done a live show in, you know, over a month. Uh, but, you know, we just started again last week. So, again, thanks for you that are joining. And uh, I look forward to doing more and more of these. Uh, if you are new to this, uh, every week we play some of our older episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show. And along with live commentary, uh, I often will have guests. Uh, I'm still waiting to see if my guest shows up today because literally like a minute before I hit the live button, he replied and said he could do it. So now I'm just waiting for him to uh, come back on. So um, anyway... Uh, a couple of things to go on about uh, before we start the show, before we start the uh, airing the episode anyway. Uh, I did post something earlier today. Uh, if you're looking for some new uh, straps, uh, tie-down straps for your, your kayak, I highly recommend these. I've been using NRS straps forever, and I, I posted up they were uh, discounting some of their straps. So... This is something you really should check if you're not doing it. Hey, get good quality straps because cheap straps, they just rot. Um, but it's something you should check, you know, fairly often, particularly if you're like me and you tend to leave your kayaks either strapped on your vehicle or strapped down on your trailer, which is what I do. Um, I, for, for instance, I had my uh, kayak strapped on my on my truck uh, some years ago and I just jumped up onto the bed of my truck because they were on a rack up on top so they were pretty high I jumped up there and I go to cinch them down a little bit and it snapped and I fell off of my truck luckily I fell backwards into a hedge so I didn't get hurt or anything but it certainly surprised me uh, not too long ago I was tightening some straps um, on my trailer and it basically had been sitting there for some time. And I went to cinch him down and the, the strap just exploded. 
Yeah, well, I'm lucky. I mean, I carry kayaks all the time and have been doing it for many, 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 many years. And I've never lost a kayak, not knock on wood. So uh, it is something to think about. So check your straps periodically and just maybe even think about, you know, maybe once a year getting new straps because they even the best of the best of them. If you're using them a lot, they will kind of rot out there in the sun. So um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I got some great news the other day. I'm going to go in and get surgery on my shoulder. So, um, like I said, I was having my painkiller here, um, but I did get authorization to have my shoulder fixed. So looks like I'll be using my pedal boats a little bit more than my paddle boats for a while. So, um, and hopefully I can get this, I can get it scheduled soon. You know, the way things are right now, you try to get in and, you know, you get scheduled four months out. So. Uh, another thing um, I posted and I did it as a story. Uh, Jackson Kayak uh, Blue Sky Boatworks has a um, new sand wheels out for their uh, the Blue Sky. And I mean, a vast improvement. The wheels that came with the Blue Sky are kind of skinny. They're OK if you're like wheeling it down a street or sidewalks or that sort of thing. But you get in rough terrain or softer sand, they weren't the best. So they've got a new sand wheel. I posted that as a story on our Instagram page, as well as on this page. Uh, I'm going to be doing a full um, walkthrough install video on those very soon. So you'll be, up, be able to have a chance to see that, as well as the new Bimini for the Blue Sky. So I'll be doing a video on that. Uh, I see there's a couple people check, checking in. Let me just say hello really quick. Uh, Liam, as always, the first one to check in and watching from Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. I, I appreciate you watching. Uh, Dave Fowler, uh, watching up in Ottawa. I always ask, I think every time Dave comes on, it's like, how cold is it in Canada now? It's and My wife and I actually just went for a walk uh, before the show and we're like, dang, it is freezing. And, you know, I'm in San Diego. I think it was, I mean, for us, it was freezing. It was like 56. So, I mean, I was, I almost had to put on a sweatshirt. So I can't imagine what everybody's been going through on the East Coast and up in Canada. It's just, that's just too cold for me. Wait, Ahmad is watching from Dubai. How cool is that? Um, I would love to go there sometime. That would be, that's, that is freaking awesome. Um Bobby saying hello again, always joining us. I appreciate it, man. Uh, Serge also up in Ottawa. Nicholas Beltran, he's out on his SUP. I'm kidding. Um, uh, Mitch says he'll get the new wheels for his blue sky. Yeah, I said, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the story I posted yesterday. And maybe I'll post a picture of it for people who missed that because obviously those disappear. But uh, I'll post a picture of that. And then, like I said, I'm going to do a full walkthrough video. Oh, see, here we go. Minus four Celsius in Ottawa. That's 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 too, too cold, man. That's too cold. I'm guessing it's not any warmer in Quebec. Uh, wait, we got Jenka is watching from England. I, it's, I just love this. The fact that we get people from all over the world watching these shows it's so cool. And I, I really, really appreciate you guys all joining us. So like I said, um, you know, we air our episodes, old episodes of the show. Uh, today is episode or season nine, episode 10. I was uh, fishing again. This is a continuation from last week's fishing with uh, my good buddy, uh, <laughs> Brooks Beatty. 
um, who he didn't want that on film. And every time he did it, it made it on the show. Um, and um, luckily, I got a hold of him. And he, he, like I said, he replied about a minute before I, I was starting this show and said he could make it. So with no further ado, bring on my good buddy, Brooks Beatty. <laughs> How are you, man? Good, good. How are you? Good. We haven't talked in a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, uh, we talk to you. Where, where are you hiding now? Are you in uh, Idaho again, or I'm, I'm actually just pulled up to the house here in Charlotte. Been uh, okay. down in Florida a little bit. Um, little work, little pleasure, but um, did not get to go chasing these fish that we did in this episode, unfortunately. <laughs> well, um, like I said, last week's episode was the episode where we were with Patrick. Mm -hmm. And we went up those uh, little areas and throwing his prototypes. And uh, you were working the uh, the popper for the the jacks, and I was mainly fishing the the dart spin, but nice. before it had a name. <laughs> I think I still got that popper over here somewhere in my oh. tackle arsenal. I think it's even got like you know some model numbers like written on the bottom. It was like super prototype. Right, right. Yeah, those, those things were super prototype. Yeah. But uh, they, they work. Um, and so this episode is the Sailfish Smackdown. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how awesome we did chasing sailfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So big, big secret here, um, as is typical with my show. We show up. And the winds are the conditions are so bad they actually canceled the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just I've been wanting to fish that tournament for a long time. I mean, it's just those guys at Extreme Kayak they they put on a tournament and they do it right. Yeah. And we show up and I mean it's it's blowing forty miles an hour or something just nuts. Believe it or not, the day that I just it's like. Typical Florida, right? People ask about fishing in Florida. I'm like, give yourself a week at least because it's going to blow like it always does. And I think the last day before I, we came back, it was like blowing 35, sustained all day. So, yeah. And, and what right now they're having a cold snap, at least I think it warmed up today. But I think like the last few days, it's just been yep. cold as heck. I talked to actually Jameson uh, Redding uh, yesterday and he was down at Disney World. Yeah. we I think we waved at each other on the on the interstate as we do. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't doubt it. Right. That guy puts in more miles on his vehicle than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Uh, yeah. And, and surprisingly enough, he's going to drive from Disney back home. And then we turn around and fly out to Panama in the morning after. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to Panama. Yeah. It's a little, little add in there, but um, yeah. Is that for, I, is that for Heliconia? No, no, just uh, working there with Jackson. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just was amazed that he's going to do that turnaround of driving a Winnebago from Florida. And then our flight's out at like seven in the morning. So, oh, geez. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, you know, typical Jameson fashion. Yeah, well, that's 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 for you younger guys. I'm, I my my road trip in overnight power trips like that are uh, are behind me. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. These, these bags are starting to stick around. They don't they just show up. Just, they don't. They don't go anywhere, man. Yeah. yeah so. so you get to go now. I don't remember now. You've been to Los Busos. I have once. Uh, okay. Was also filming uh, with with Jackson 
a while back. It was when Bart Swab caught that giant rooster fish at the end of the trip. Oh, so that was that was actually on my trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, all, it's all blurring together. Oh, I know. That's why. I mean, I can I can never remember who was on, on yeah, what yeah. trip. So I, I do recall all the gear that that you had laid out in that little like common area. I remember that right. that uh, day one un, unpacking. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, we could talk all day about Los Busos. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's such a cool place. I mean, that's not what this show is about. But I mean, yeah. for anybody who is interested in in a place that is super dialed in. For kayak fishermen, oh yeah, for the potential of, of really big game fish, it, it, it's pretty hard to beat with their operation for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, I think I think I got rumored that I'm at least going to be able to have a few lines in the water, not just behind the camera the whole time. So, yeah, I hope you I hope you get to fish this time. Rooster fish, and still need to check that one off. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, you you got to do that. Um, so, but back to uh, yeah. what we have going on here this trip. Like I said, we went to, um, was it Pompano Beach? Yep. And um, so we show up for the Sailfish Smackdown, and we got smacked down by wind. We kind of went back and forth with Patrick because uh, we went and saw him, and then we got a break, and then we had, we're looking for something to do, and then we went and saw him again, which was like the second half of last week's episode. So things were a little out of order. Um, as I recall, what ends up being in the crux of this episode is going to the, what, what they call it? The stick pond or something. Yeah. Uh, stick marsh, I believe. Or stick, stick marsh. Pond. Yeah. Um, and at the time that the, I think the one we fished wasn't even really like had a name yet. It's like next to that one. And, um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, I, it was like world renowned a while back. And then I think it kind of got fished out and. Then where we were able to go in was like kayak only at the time, and it's not anymore. So. Oh really? Yep. Oh, that's too bad. Or no motor. I shouldn't say kayak only. It was no motor. Well, yeah. yeah. So I mean, still, because I mean, it, it, we had talked to some guys and we'd seen some photos and stuff, and there were some definitely some big quality fish coming out of there. Yep. And you know, even even with the conditions that we were dealing with, we we got some uh, some decent fish. We did so much driving on that trip. I honestly trying to figure remember where the places were. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm totally lost, and I haven't watched this episode. I think since it aired, so um, it's just one of those things. So we're gonna sit back and watch it together. Right. And uh, if people have any questions or comments about it, I know um, I got a decent fish on it. I think you definitely outfished me as normal as I would expect when we're bass fishing. <laughs> Um, we were fishing with, God, do you remember the guy's name? Um, we were fishing with the dude. He was on, he was a Hobie guy. Jason Broach, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Super, super nice guy. Very um, knowledgeable. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was great. He was a, a Hobie guy. Um, and this, I mean, everybody knows I'm a paddler. I mean, I, I love paddling. I think this was definitely with that wind. This was definitely an instance where, um, having the pedal drive to hold position so you could even try to work areas what was huge 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 uh having a we were using stakeout poles but man if we'd had a a um, power pole yeah. would have been would have been very nice but i think I, it, the way the wind was i think i would want one at the bow and the stern <laughs> <laughs> right yeah because i do remember him like 
he would kind of show us how to, you know, give us a little four one one on it and the way he was able to hold, like it definitely with his pedals was I could tell it was, you know, advent advantageous to him. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I love to paddle. I like the simplicity of paddling, but there are times and, and you know, people are all, oh, you know, you got it, you gotta have pedals that's you, you know, hands free, da 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 da. And and I mean, I can argue with people all day about the efficiency of paddling versus pedaling if you're in the right boat. But there are 100% times when those pedals are super advantageous. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just like there are times when the paddle is, you know, when you're going over stuff where you just don't want to be hanging up. And I mean, with a paddle boat, I can go over water this deep and it can be choked with kelp uh or weeds and i can just still glide right over the top of it so each boat has its advantages that's why you need more than one boat yeah and even to that you know coming from how i got into the sport was through river fishing and you know that's can be pretty treacherous on a on a drive and i was used to like trying to be as simple as possible i usually overcomplicated things but like you said trying to keep my rig as simple as possible and sleek and just get in and get out and go, go fish. And, um, so I definitely came into it through more of a, um, you know, paddle over pedal kind of thing. Right. So it's been, it's been a adjustment for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say the, the pedal systems have, have definitely gotten better. The stuff that Hobie is doing with their pedal systems is, is amazing. Uh, Jackson has come a long way, uh, vast improvement on their boats. And then of course there's, the whole torpedo thing, uh, which are, will make you lazy very fast, but they are awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually getting a new torpedo to put on my blue sky. Uh, it'll help with that shoulder. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, uh, if people remember, I had the dual torpedoes set up on it on the end of each, um, each pontoon, which it made that thing move, but it steered like a pig in mud. I mean, <laughs> because I was still trying to steer it Mm. with the rudder and the motors were fixed going straight. So, and I'll show everybody once I get this thing and rigged up, but I'm going to go a little bit different. There was, there was an idea of hooking up the torpedo to the steering levers on the blue sky, Mm. uh, which I had seen done, but uh, supposedly it wasn't working great. So I think what I'm going to do is instead do that same thing, put it, the motor going forward, in front of the rudder Ah. and and that way it'll force because the whole key is when they were on the back of those pontoons it wasn't forcing the water over the rudder where this way if the water is forced over the rudder it it should in theory handle much better because i mean that's what the pedal drive is it's it's propulsion in front of the rudder yeah that makes uh, sense yeah and i'm going with that bigger 1103 which uh, should make that thing just scoot because if you haven't seen i mean i love i love all the boats and i love to fish off anything but that blue sky for the flats and for bass fishing and all that stuff the blue sky is one of the most fun boats i've ever fished off of Mm -hmm. oh yeah no i saw you do some work down in louisiana on it i actually i think i posted a photo from that um louisiana picture Uh, jackson posted a, a photo of it and i i shared it today and but i mean and then you watch you know, Jameson actually standing on top of the seat. It's, um, it's absolutely crazy. So before we get to this, uh, start airing this episode, there are a couple more uh, comments. I just want to say hello to some people. Of course, our favorite Gene Wilson, the, uh, biggest 
team mom from uh, Jackson Kayak, our biggest cheerleader. Always uh, very, very cool. We got Brian Hoyt is saying hello from uh, Southwest Florida. Eric Gadsden saying hello. How about Karen McColl saying hello from Scotland? Now we've got some good ones here, huh? Yeah. Dubai, uh, England, Scotland, Canada. Canada. <laughs> um, Lauren Dupree says the Old Town autopilot works good too. Oh, I bet. I bet that thing, I mean, having the autopilot and any of that spot lock stuff, particularly for the bass fishermen, that sort of thing, or, or even here where you're um, – maybe fishing deep and trying to stay over deep structure mm -hmm. uh, for vertical jigging, that sort of thing. It would be really cool. Uh, Eric Gadsden. I didn't understand the advancement paddle pedal until I started fishing inshore, near shore, windy conditions with my pedal kayak buddies. I literally made a change to pedal. Yeah. Like I said, there are definitely some things that it, it, it's better for. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely some things that paddling is better for. Uh, what gets me is when they're like, oh, your legs are stronger than your arms. So, <laughs> so pedaling is better. Well, that when, whenever somebody says that it tells me the person doesn't have a clue on how to paddle because paddling is everything. So if you're ever wondering if, I mean, look at watch like an Olympic sprint paddler. I mean, they look like they're pedaling a boat, a bike because they are flexing their leg with every single stroke. Their legs fleck and it's the torso rotation and, and the arms are really not that much a part of it other than holding the paddle. Right. It's all that torso rotation. So if you want to see somebody, a really efficient paddle paddler, somebody who understands using your whole battle, your whole body to paddle, watch one of those. It's, it's amazing. Paddling is very efficient if you paddle properly. Yeah. Technique. Uh, yeah. But like I said, holding yourself in current, during certain things, there's definitely the pedals are the way to go. And that's why there will always be both types. And that's why I will always probably have both now, you know, um, yep. having both boats. So with no further ado, let's uh, bring this episode up. Let's do it this way now, because we, I don't know if you've seen this, we have now the picture in picture. Well, um, not cool. All right. Well, right. right quick. Remind me how long ago this was, because COVID has thrown off all my, my timelines. I want to say it was like, a couple years ago, but it's probably more than that. Yeah, you know, Brooks, I want to say, I want to say this was like 2016. Oh wow, it might be 2017. Yeah, yeah, it's. I would say it's probably probably longer back than I. Than well, I this was season nine of my show. Mm -hmm. I've done 13, and I haven't shot an episode in a year, or a, you know, a season in a year. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it very well could be 16, 17. Wow. So it was a while back. Yeah. Ah, my mouse disappeared. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we are in Pompano, Florida. We are here to fish in the sale. Can you hear it? Smackdown with our buddy okay. Joe Hector from Extreme Kayak Fishing. He can use his arms when so he passes. We have managed to blow this thing up, and the tournament's canceled. Does Joe Hector own a shirt a with sleeves? Anyway. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you can see that wind was ripping. That's when we went to that other lake or something and just yeah. tried to do something. I think he caught some peacock bass or oh, yeah. caught some largemouth on live bait. I always, we always like the intro, man. This is one of my favorite intros. 
Yeah, you're in this intro. Oh, I forgot about that part. I'm gonna see here in a second. Woo-hoo, or something. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> that was fishing for those uh, stripers. Yes, out in North Carolina. Yeah, that was a fun trip. So before this thing gets uh, actually started, just make sure that if you have any questions, comments, shoot them our way. We're happy to answer any questions, uh, field any uh, comments or anything. If you're wondering about the area or about the fishing or about the kayaks or anything else, you got two guys have been in, sitting in kayaks for a long time. We're happy to help you. So shoot us your questions. Well, what's there to say? Jim Sammons came to Florida and the wind came with him. <laughs> now I'm starting to wonder if it happens to me too. <laughs> so yeah, we're here at the location of the uh, Sailfish Smackdown. Uh, it's bad today. It's supposed to be worse tomorrow. We've got a real thumping inside wave that would be tough to get past. Then a real rough section and then an outer break on the outer sandbar there that if you lost it out there, you'd be in big trouble. I mean, it's just a simply straight up a dangerous situation. And it was really smart of these guys to postpone the event because nobody would have had a good time in this. I'm Joe Hector and I run the Extreme Kayak Fishing Tournament Series out of Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the nation's kayak only billfish tournament. So the way it's been growing throughout the years, uh, the anglers that come from other countries, it's, it's truly a sight to see. We get a lot of people from out of state and they come and make a whole vacation out of our events. And uh, they'll come and stay here in Pompano Beach and uh, they'll bring their family with them. And uh, that's the beauty of it. You know, you're coming to South Florida. You're coming to the Mecca of offshore fishing. And uh, that's kind of how we sell it for people to come from out of states. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I wanted to come here and fish in the Sailfish Smackdown because they put on such an amazing event. I mean, if you can have a kayak fishing tournament for sailfish that's put on the way they do, like a professional boat tour tournament, uh, I just had to do it. And bring the wind and get it canceled. <laughs> this cool little place we're staying at, Pineapple Place, I mean, it, it's a block away from the water. It, it's it's just a sweet little uh, little hotel, and I mean it, it's kind of a funny little area. I mean it's got an old feel in a lot of ways, and it's got a, a new kind of cool feel. A lot of new and up and coming restaurants around. Uh, but then you could go. We went to a, a bar for just a quick beer the other night, and it was it was just a, a super cool local bar uh, with great music going on. It's just there's something to do here no matter what you want to do. That was a cool little apartment. Pompano Beach is really a charming town. There's a lot here. It has all the right elements. uh, We We dropped all of our gear in there. (laughs) Yeah, we always have to make sure that we film the uh, hotels or lodges before we start unloading because usually it looks like a bomb went off by the time we're done. (laughs) That's what I was just thinking. I was like, oh, look how clean it is. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't last long. We have Shipwreck Park offshore. We have a beachfront that is sparkling 
brand new, just beautiful, one of the prettiest beaches in South Florida. Um, but we don't have the crowds. We don't have um, the chaos that our neighbors to the north and south have. Now you're close by, you can have as much chaos as you want, but then you come back to a quiet, peaceful place right here at Pineapple Place. I'd say that was a fair statement. It'll be awesome, they said. Oh, it's unbelievable. Hasn't blown like this in 20 years. Oh. <laughs> uh, although where we're standing right now is quite windy, we think we've got some canals we can enter yeah. and just get out of this wind. Because I mean, <laughs> it's comical. It's windy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this is the beginning of the front, so you can imagine two days uh, from now, <laughs> the Sailfish Smackdown. It would have been insane, you know. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. Is it's supposed to be at its height on Saturday. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So I so. said. We're going to wing it. We're going to have fun. There's always something to do. There's always water to fish. So yeah. let's get after it. Yeah, man, let's do it. Florida is unique and very cool in the fact that depending on the conditions, you can change your plan and go 30 minutes the other way, an hour the other way, and you're in perfect fishing conditions. Um, you know, you can tuck in canals, get out of the wind, or you can go more inshore to lakes. If you can stay mobile and keep your options open and stay positive, you will find some place to go fish and you will some find some fish that want to bite. Awesome. You got to keep the positive attitude. Yeah. Not get beat down. Well, and that was it. I mean, and we said it right there. The, yeah. the, the cool thing is, is within a couple hours and we did this on our last trip with Patrick is like, we were running from one coast to the other. Yep. You know, just to, to get out of uh, bad conditions. So you, you always have that opportunity. We went from saltwater. Uh, right, well, let's find a more the of a sheltered show is brought lake. To you by There's always something. Jackson Kayak. As much as Florida hates me, and waters. I've had terrible, terrible luck in Nothing Florida, the water, um, like I can appreciate horizon. that there is Ray Marine. There is simply stuff to do there. superior. So we got a good luck charm here. We got a coconut tree growing. <laughs> That's right for Jim. <laughs> Hopefully this will solve the wind issues. So here we go. So this is my first time in Pompano, Blow. I mean Pompano, <laughs> and I call it Pompano Blow because the wind is blowing the whole time we were here. Um, literally 20 plus mile an hour winds. You go walk on the beach for a second, you're getting sandblasted. Um, palm fronds are flying off on people's cars. It's it's not kayaking conditions. It's not fishing conditions. There's small yeah, craft That's not a bad look with a short. It's every fisherman's pretty much worst nightmare. <laughs> We brought the Kraken on this trip because it was we were going to go offshore uh, for sailfish, you know, and putting in miles. And then when I heard that the tournament was canceled, we were not going to be able to fish offshore and we we're going to be fishing canals and lakes for bass. I was a little bummed. I mean, I was like, yeah, maybe I'd really maybe like one of these other boats. But Brooks having the standability and the ability to put that really. I think I'm just because. I'm trying to remember something. I think I was literally at the airport on my way to go on the trip when I when they contacted me and told me the tournament was canceled. Mm. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah. we're on our way. <laughs> let's, let's let's wing it. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out when we get there. Oh, wait a minute. I we'll, I got a. There's a comment here from some Yahoo. <laughs> James Macbeth Brooks has not changed his hair. Well. I, have you? Is it still? 
Yeah, I know that's still the same. Wow, it looks even longer. Well, that's what I'm saying. I might need to get it cut. It's a little, you know, COVID long right now. Um, that is. Well, James, I I had the COVID hair. Um, for over a year, it was fairly long, and then I just my wife actually just was done with it, and I'm just yeah. like I gotta gotta lose it. So, well, um, since we're paused, um. T-Drum looking to purchase a new kayak for inshore fishing up in the Maynard Island area. Any recommendations, length, width to handle surf, stripers, blues, albies? Um, you know, there's so many boats out there. Um, find yourself an old used Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go the pedal route, there's certainly uh, some great boats out there. I know there's Something uh, top secret going to be coming out pretty soon uh, from Jackson. We can't really talk about it. I mean, if you're in a big hurry to get a boat, then uh, maybe not this one. But uh, if you're willing to wait a short amount of time, they're just waiting on some parts. Uh, there's going to be a really cool boat out there from Jackson that it would be right up your alley for that fishery. Um, other than that, like I said, if you want to pedal or paddle, um, I don't even know it's available um in the boats right now i mean you got the bite i was actually surprised i fished the bite um fd off the beach uh down in florida with uh, patrick sabiel and for a boat that was a little bit smaller than i'm used to using it was actually very um very workable i was i was very pleasantly surprised how seaworthy that little boat was yeah i guess the main thing with the surf you know just making sure it's to sit on top um yes and linked with yeah it sounds like uh kind of a little bit of a catch-all boat there um but i guess mainly because when i think inshore i think of like you know louisiana but i'm thinking it's more like a right when, when i think of inshore i generally think of flats and that sort of thing um, like once you're going out past the surf we always kind of call that offshore um and then you want a boat, obviously, that can handle surf. Uh, some boats are much better at it than other, others. Um, most of the Jackson boats have been designed to handle surf pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, like I said, the Kraken was exactly made for that. Uh, but in the pedal boats, this new boat, like I said, this this new boat that'll be out soon, um, I think is, is you might want to... yeah. Hang on, hang on for stay, a minute. Stay tuned. This is a really exciting boat that I, I, I think you're going to want to see. Um, where else? There's another question here. Oh, James again says you have to shave before next week. No, but I, I want to see you shave your head. That's only happened once. I don't know if that would. It'd have to be big stakes for me to do that again. Remember, I did it during one of our shows. I lost I a bet to Jameson. <laughs> I'll shave it if James wears it. <laughs> there you go he could use it <laughs> easily put the uh powerful micro anchor onto the mayfly so even in the windiest conditions it was super easy for him to to drop his power pole hold position stand up side cast to the bed so that was a really awesome uh platform for brooks to be in with the combination of that power pole nice large mouth I'm an offshore guy, man. I don't I don't fish uh a lot of this uh 
this freshwater stuff, you know what I mean? I like getting sails in Wahoo, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get something big in here. Maybe that was big. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure the guys will rip me apart for it. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of fishing in South Florida, you know, we get so many exotics here, you know, and it all kind of started with FWC. They released this type of peacock uh, to take care of the mine cichlids, and the cichlids were taken over, so they released the peacock bass which, I mean, really changed the game with fishing here in South Florida for exotics. But uh, yeah, it's just, oh, fish on. Another large mouth. And yeah, you know, pop on the beach. Whoop. Nice large mouth. Just sitting here on the troll. I've heard and known about the extreme kayak soaker for a yeah. long time. I've seen yeah, things over the years. And actually, the last time I fished <laughs> offshore was with Jim off the North Carolina coast. And I had an absolute blast. So I was really looking forward to getting out here, um, getting offshore, and maybe tangling with the, my first billfish. Um, but weather had other plans, and we still got more to go. So this is old Pompton right here. Uh, oh, I forgot Freddie we went to that I pond. Would fish this, uh, this little pond oh, yeah. here. And uh, honestly, I caught my biggest peacock in here. Uh, it's been getting stocked for years, but the beauty of it is so small that, like, you can get everything in this pond. And there's also a mother tarpon in here that's about 100 pounds. She's the erratic cheetah. Uh, she's got, like, weird coloring, and uh, that's what we call her. So hopefully we'll hook into her. Yeah, it's funny things that you kind of forget about. They had a cold snap, the water just, some of these fish just couldn't take it. So even though we got out fishing, the fishing was just super slow as well. So we're struggling, but uh, you know what? We're having a great time and we're gonna keep going looking for more fish. We're struggling, but we got beer, so we're all right. <laughs> Speaking of that, what are, you, what are you sipping on this evening? Got my old, uh, I know who makes it. I'm just curious what- Ballast Point. Grapefruit, grapefruit sculpin. Yeah, tried and true. Yeah, it's uh, picked up a case the other day, so it's like it's for my aches and pains. That's right. That's right. Something going on weird with my uh, my screen off to the side here, and I can't I can't see comments. Oh. Jackson, Kaya. I gotta click on this to One see what family. it says. Many water. Steve uh, says demo several brands. That is Standard always horizon. a good idea. Demo boat, see what you're the most comfortable Simply in. Superior. See what works for your style of fishing. Yep. I still got that cord. If I drove that down. So in our never-ending hunt to uh, try and get on some fish well, and get on. If you got one, wind, it's going to last forever. We're supposed to be at the Sailfish yeah. Smackdown today, but got postponed so uh yeah, jason, made some phone calls and hooked up with jason broach who has kindly offered to show us around a, a piece of water that he knows really well so we just want to pull on something so we're gonna go out there and give it a go well we're at the stick marsh uh fishing on one of the nearby lakes um we have spawning fish down here right now it's actually january but 
they actually start in November. Uh, we'll be catching fish on beds, fish around beds. Uh, a lot of the males are defensive this time of year, so if you can find clusters of beds, you can pitch a swim bait over there, chatter bait, any type of moving bait. And, you know, it's just like trying to chase away a bluegill, they're going to hit it. Uh, so we'll definitely catch a lot of fish that way. If we get lucky, the wind dies down, we can see beds, we can sight fish, try to get yeah, some of We ain't getting fish. that lucky. <laughs> uh, we should catch a lot of fish. It's going to be a good day. And, uh, yeah. I got some friends that were just down there this last weekend, and I think they had similar conditions. Um, I think the wind's affecting the bite a little Except bit. Except it's been super cold. Eventually, we'll yeah, some bigger yeah. fish and a lot more fish. But yeah, I guess it was still warm enough there. I'm just going to fish right in this five-foot zone here that's out of the wind. <laughs> Well, Jason took us out there and he's kind of a man of a few words. So he's like, all right, we're going to head into the wind. And so we're paddling for a while and was really questioning whether it was going to be worth it. But as he promised, there were some really good quality bass. Another little guy. Um, we're about to find him though. Just keep watching, keep waiting. It's going to happen. <laughs> Finally, I came up to a spot and I caught one good one, right at 19, 20 inch fish. And uh, two casts later, caught another one about the same exact size. So finally, like it was cool to get on the pattern and catch two solid fish back to back. Not super big, actually pretty small, but I've got the skunk out of the boat, so we're going to upgrade from here. <laughs> He's a lively one. One of the more difficult aspects of fishing in the wind was positioning your kayak so you could get the cast in the direction you wanted uh, and through the use of the Yak Yak parking pole. Uh, what I was doing was if I wanted to be facing forward, I would push that parking pole down uh, through my, a forward scupper. Mm. If I wanted to be facing the opposite or downwind, I would put it in a scupper in the tank well, and then the boat would spin around. So let me pause right there by saying that's not really the best thing in the world to do for your boat, <laughs> uh, but you had to do what we had to do. Um, generally, you don't want to put torque and leverage on the scuppers of a kayak. It is kind of the weakest part of your boat. And with that wind, it, it was really torquing that, um, that stakeout pole. There are definitely better ways to do it. We just were not prepared for that. Right. So, um, you know, whether it's running an anchor trolley up the side or um, I've seen them uh, do it with actually the uh, the rod holder and putting it through a rod holder. Mm. And so that works OK. So, like I said, we did this on that trip. Um, I'm not recommending it just because, I mean, we did not damage the boat, but there is potential, particularly for maybe some less quality boats. Uh, again, your scuppers are always going to be the weakest point of your boat. That's why I don't like um, scupper uh, wheels, mm. trolleys, whatever. Because if, if it, great if you're going on flat ground, but if you're going over uneven ground and it's torquing it all, you can break a scupper. And the worst thing is you don't know you've done it. Then you're out on the water and your boat's filling up. So yeah, just think good. about that around that way i think ideally what you would want would be a yak attack anchor trolley 
So then you could go through the, the parking pole from huh. the front. Didn't know I was about to say that. <laughs> without putting that pressure on the scupper hole. I was just kind it's of like when you say what the commentators say at the NFL game right before they say it. <laughs> Man, I've been struggling with the wind, had missed some fish. Probably saw like a sh little shallow area and threw the chatterbait over there. Oh, let me see. Yeah, old chatterbait over there. And just absolutely hammered it. Uh, I knew it was a good one immediately. Just digging. Oh, yeah, I do like how, oh, 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 like how dark the uh, the quarter basket. And that deserves a. <laughs> there it is. I have to stop that. I have to. There's not a whole lot of places Whoa. you can pull out there. He's an idiot. Just one island, <laughs> and I wanted to get off the kayak and stretch my legs for a couple minutes and just not have to struggle in the wind. So I went up on the on the bank, stood there for a second, and I'm like, ah, there's some beds out there. I'll make a few casts out in this area. And boom, just a toad. That's a big so rod. It was really cool. That's a good fish. <laughs> that is the biggest bass I've ever caught right there. <laughs> Woo! I don't bass fish a lot. I'm tired of battling the wind. <laughs> a good one, regardless. On this little tiny island, just so I could stretch my legs and make some casts up here. That That's is hands down wind. biggest largemouth I've ever caught. Woo! Makes ah! <laughs> that struggling with the wind worth it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, that, I mean, it's up pretty good. Yeah, it's up against it. Two and three quarters. That thing's falling fast. Today, Jim got one that was 22 and three quarters inches. Uh, that's a pretty hefty fish. Easy seven pound fish. Um, that's that's a nice fish for this lake. He pushed that big fish mark today. That's awesome, man. And I know, I know we talked about how bad the conditions were, but like reliving it in my head, it was just like the several days of like fighting it and trying to find a place. And like, so what, what they see in maybe, you know, 10 minutes or whatever, was like a couple of days of, if not more of. Well, you're there for a week. Yeah. And, so, and, and I, and I having done this show for, for such a long time, I can, I mean, just straight up honest, tell you, it never looks as bad on camera mm -mm. as it does in real life. I mean, like I've been offshore and it's big swell and choppy and just nasty. And then you look at it on, on camera and it's like, yeah, it doesn't look that bad, <laughs> but it, it, it can be uh, really, really bad. Um, Mitch says I won an Orion. Well, that's the best way to get one. <laughs> um ballistic adventure says lake o lake okeechobee no um that's oh, you know, yeah, yeah 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 now we're over there in stick marsh i have never fished okeechobee i've been on it once and uh it was with my uncle coming back from the salt water and he just wanted to run his boat through some clean water and uh but we, we didn't really fish it we just you know, i got to see it and see that it was like a ocean <laughs> uh christian hunter says going to going to be blowing 20 miles per hour this week starting today in miami hidden waters will get warmer faster and the bike correlate to it in those areas tight lines be safe thanks man uh go get them um i wish wish you luck and fishing <laughs> in the wind fishing in the wind sucks uh i can't see this comment i see there's a comment here but i can't see what it is 
There's oh, one sorry, one. offshore it would be um, launching into the surf, sit on top. Was thinking Old Town Salty. I don't know. I don't know Old Town Salty. Uh, when I think of from the old town group and offshore, I think of ocean kayak. Um, and I, I don't even know what's going on with them anymore. That, you know, the boat we would have used back in my day with ocean kayak would have been the uh, Trident. Mm -hmm. So, um, but again, these are all paddling, paddling boats. So, yeah, and I'm sure so there's, there's, there's a dealer up that way that probably carries multiple brands and, you know, instead, yeah, you know, that area and, that's what I mean. I remember when I, you know, was doing more with, with Jackson and stuff that it was like, you know, the dealers are your, you know, your source to the pulse of what's going on. Right. And there's and generally speaking, whether it's um, on Facebook or whatever, there's always tends to be groups mm -hmm. Uh in your, you know, there's a, a San Diego kayak fishing um, group. And there's always groups for the area that you're fishing in, and they're always more than welcome or willing <laughs> to uh, give their opinion. Um, take some of those with a grain of salt. Sure. Because I'm not going to lie, there's, there tends to be this year's expert. Mm. You know, they've been kayak fishing for three months, and all of a sudden they are answering all the questions on the, on the page. And... You know, and six months ago, they were buying their first kayak. So take some of the opinions with a grain of salt. Try different boats like was mentioned before. That's that's the best thing I can say. And I think there may be one more comment. I can see it. Uh, it was Mitch, I guess, LeCoupe. He said, nice bass. That was oh, <laughs> that might be the thanks, one Mitch. Yeah. That had to have been my bass. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'd say so. Let's get it rolling again. All right. This is the built-in commercial break. Mm. It's where I can run out and grab another beer. So I think you may have uh, had an addition to the family since I was there last. I just heard a heard a dog in the, the background. Fishing show was brought to you by. Yeah, I can't remember the last time you were here, but yeah, um, five dogs. What's what's and the newest one's name again? The newest one is Dusty. Dusty, nice. And uh, he's he's a, a rescue from Mexico, and um, we did a DNA test on him, mm -hmm. and uh, it says he's Old English Sheepdog, and then something else. Um, and he definitely has an Old English Sheepdog look. We what well, we say is Old English part English Old English Sheepdog part Muppet, because <laughs> the dog looks like a freaking Muppet. That's funny. We'll look forward Standard to meeting Horizon. No, he's a good boy. Yak Attack. Coke Attack. Lots of great new stuff coming from Oak. A Yak Attack, too. Warner. Orion Coolers. Sigmarsh is super cool. It's it's way out there in the cut, and there's no houses on the water. You're just out there in nature, and it's beautiful palm trees, grass, hydrilla. It's a it's a bass fisherman's paradise. Boy, that 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 makes that other one look massive. <laughs> just taking advantage of uh, this little island because it's really even the only place we could stop. 
and uh, just trying to get someplace where I could fish a little more efficiently because, man, even with uh, having the stakeout pole, it's so difficult in this high wind. Gust 20 to 30 miles per hour. That's not what you really want to fish in ever, uh, especially when you want the potential to bed fish. We didn't really get to do that today, but we did uh, we did catch some fish around beds, but we weren't able to sight fish those big, you know, eight pound females and better. Uh, a lot of big fish around here and the bass fishing around here, of course, is just phenomenal. Um, you look up stick marsh, you're gonna see stories of 15 pounders and so on. Uh, nearby lakes like Kennensville Lake, multiple eight pound fish and better come out of there every year. Um, we just, we're lucky to have a lot of big fish in our freshwater systems, inshore waters, and even offshore waters. Though you generally think of uh, sunny Florida, uh, you know, we had overcast, we had rain, we had sun, we had a variety of conditions. So having the right clothing is always so important, that sun protection. Uh, for my legs, of course, I was wearing uh, my Kokatap paddling pants NRS, on some of the days NRS. and not others, just kind of depending. The water was a little bit chilly, so having the paddling pants on made it so much more comfortable. And then protecting the foot of those with my extra tough water shoes. Think about what you're wearing on the kayak. Stay away from the cottons. You know, that stuff gets wet, it stays wet. This type of stuff, it gets wet and it's dry in minutes. That dude caught a lot of fish. He did. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think part of it was him being able to hold himself facing the right direction into the wind. Yeah. Even with the power pole, I, you know, maybe not be facing the way I wanted to. Now, that's I'll what I was saying honest, in the beginning. We needed one on each end. That was probably yeah. some of the hardest consistent wind I've ever just stayed out in. <laughs> Normally, we would just say, you know what? We're done. Uh, but we... Uh, we had some work to do, so we stuck it out, and I'm glad we did because we got some really, really good fish. That was, uh, like I said, just consistent oh. 20 mile an hour and then blowing harder in gusts. And, of course, it dies right when we want to finish fishing. That explains <laughs> a little bit of it. He's a little smaller than I thought. The big one's over there, right? Now I got this, I got this one out of the way. Yeah. Big girl sitting there. I don't think we've done it. I've never done that. I've never caught the small one off the bed and then the big one. one of the frog. Right. Caught this one on the frog, which I've been throwing off and on today, but they kept eating the chatterbait. But I always throw the frog, man. It's Florida. All right, let's let them go. I can just close my eyes and smell that fish. Right. While we're here in Pompano, what a great little place they have here. We're a block away from the water we walked across the street and we we're at the beach we walk down the block and there's restaurants and bars um for those that are coming to pompano for the sailfish smackdown this really is a perfect place to stay because a you can get a few guys in here it's a nice size and where you're going to be launching your kayaks is literally just across the street so super super convenient Yeah. I can't see him. Another good what one. a way to finish the day. Paddling back in. 
a nice quality fish, beautiful colors. Well, man, we've had a uh, very tough, but super fun day. Big fish, can't thank Jason enough for uh, bringing us out here and helping us out in these uh, tough conditions. Join us next week for more adventures on the Kayak Fishing Show. Well, that's right. They sent us some uh, footage from when it was rescheduled. Mm. I forgot. <laughs> Doesn't look much better. But it yeah, I was going to say, it's still not looking great. Yeah. No, it's at least doable. The other one wasn't doable. Dang. Take it. So they, um, this week on the kayak fishing show, started playing the other one. So, um, they just had that tournament last week. Oh, cool. Last weekend. I'm happy to hear it's still going. Yeah, it's still going. And I, so obviously you didn't see that, but, uh, Brian Nelly won. Oh, and he, that's the fourth time he's won it. <laughs> that's impressive. I mean, yeah. it, to, to go out there, I mean, granted he guides out there, but, but still no matter if you're, if you're guiding, but to be able to win that thing, you definitely, you got things dialed in. Yeah. He's a good you know? person. I, I think I, I know I met him in Louisiana. I think that was the only time that I've actually got to kind of hang out and be with be around him, but he's a knowledgeable guy. Yeah. I, I met him one time. I think it may have been at a trade show, but I mean, forever ago, but, uh, I said to be able to win that tournament that's been going on quite a few years now, uh, to win it four times, you're doing you're doing something right. You know, winning it once is one thing, winning it twice, okay, you got lucky twice, but four times, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Allen says you haven't seen Boomy yeah. either. Ooh. <laughs> so Boomy's our small one, looks like a like a miniature golden retriever. Um, like I said, there's so many dogs I can't keep track. Um <laughs> Mitch says I've been kayak kayak fishing since uh, 2016 and he's still an amateur. <laughs> yeah, well, I am too. Whenever I go to someplace new, I consider myself a total amateur, and that's why I always get a guide when we go someplace new. Uh, Chummy Water says y'all are lucky to fish the Florida waters. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, I have had the straight up worst luck. Florida is one of those places that just I've had terrible luck at. It's very rare. I've gone there where the um, conditions were good. And maybe the one time I've been there where the conditions were good, the fish were complete lockjaw. Oh, really? Um, last time I was there with Patrick, um, we fished some offshore stuff. Uh, we fished some um, inshore. We saw so many fish mm. snook we saw so many fish and man uh, trying to get one to bite was just i said i said over and again florida hates me <laughs> it's like, maybe it's because i'm it, from california yeah i think it's one of those things that when you're there when it all lines up it's probably you know it's one of the most epic days of fishing you ever have and 
you'll forget all the bad days. But I think, like I said, from being from out of town, if you live there, it'd be different. And you could just go when the weather's right or when right. the winds are right. But when, you, when you're traveling in, they do get some pretty sustained fronts where the wind just blows for a week, you know. Um, but Well, that's it. And that's what, you, like you said at the beginning, it's like, you know, if you're going, give yourself a week. Yeah. You know, if you can, because I mean, and you very well could have a week of great fishing. Yep. But I've also had a week of getting blown off the water. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those places, like you said, if you live there, then you can go when it's good and then you can go out there and crush it. So, and then my buddy down in the Keys, uh, Randy Morrow, it wasn't the news I wanted to hear, but he said the hotter it gets, the more stable the weather gets. So, oh, really? Yes, or at least the winds, you know, like during the the colder months, you'll get more of the, the sustained winds that blow for longer. But then, you know, if it's June and 90 something and humid and the bugs, so it's like it's it's kind of the one or the other. But when you're catching fish, you kind of forget about some of that. Stuff. Well, also, isn't it when when it gets really hot like that, you also tend to get that every afternoon rainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. You know, my wife and I talk about leaving California uh, every once in a while. And, you know, where else would we go? It's just like it's so it's so tough to leave here. I mean, California's yeah. crazy um, with a lot of it's getting very, very expensive to live here. But she can't handle bugs. <laughs> I, I'm lucky I don't get bit by bugs. Yeah. But she can't handle bugs. And it's like, oh, where do we go? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, we were out there for that little three months stint last year that um i mean yeah the the weather conditions are pretty pretty solid year round where you're where you're at yeah i mean so, hard hard unless, to that unless there's a storm i mean i could go fishing almost every day mm -hmm. uh, i mean granted it's it, it's it's freezing here in the winter you know i said it was like 56 when i was out for my walk a little bit earlier so <laughs> yeah. brooks anything you want to share man anything you're up to that you want to talk about um, you know, still in the, the photography and videography realm, working with my buddy, Ed Anderson. Um, we're getting some stuff started off the ground here. Uh, he's, he's out in Idaho and he's an artist. He's been part of the Jackson team and, um, you know, just kind of combining our powers, if you will. And like I said, just moving forward with some of that. It's, uh, he's got some lifestyle brand stuff going along with, um, with his brand and then oh, that's cool with his art on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, very cool. Adding in the photo video stuff and so just plugging along. Well, hopefully we get back to shooting here. Uh, like I said, get this shoulder sorted out. And yep. um it's it's kind of hard to like when I can't lift my left arm. <laughs> I was actually at a I was at a party. Um our friends had a, a birthday party last week, week before, and it's like I couldn't drink with my left hand because I, I was like, I get here. I'm like, wait, I can't, I can't lift my shoulder any higher than that. I got to drink strictly right-handed. Yeah. That's tough, man. <laughs> I do hope, I do hope you can get that sorted quickly. Yeah, I, I hope so. And if not, I'll just get another shot in it. <laughs> um, and we'll get back. Cause I got to get back to shooting. I got to get back to travel and I miss it. I miss, I was actually talking to Will, Will, my old videographer and, mm -hmm. I guess he's heading down to Panama with yep. you guys. I wonder why I didn't get the invite. That's all I'm saying. Um, and, but Will's like, I have no desire to travel. Mm. I'm like, man, I, I miss it. Yeah. I know. I know y'all both did it for a long time, but it's still in, 
in your blood and, and me and my girlfriend, we've talked about like, okay, are we going to settle down here? And as soon as you're home for three weeks, you're like, all right, well, where are we going next? You know, it's right. like the, you know, one side, it's like, you want to settle down. And the other side is like, well, there's so much to go see. I, I miss it. I miss, I miss meeting new people. I miss going to different restaurants and tasting different food from new areas. And yeah, I, I miss all that. And Hopefully, hopefully uh, things loosen up a, a bit more. I mean, uh, there's yeah. still some places I'd like to go that are still a little bit locked down. And um, hopefully uh, things straighten out here very soon. I know uh, everybody's kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, actually, I'm not sure if you know him or not, but Marty uh, from from Down Under, um, Burley Pro and stuff like that. After I, I went with Robert Field right before covid we went to new zealand and went on a big right. trip and he was like oh yeah bro i gotta get you to come out here and work with me for like six months and, <laughs> and like i was like yeah dude let's do it and like that'd be awesome like who doesn't want to be in australia for several months like working but then covid shut it down and i don't think they've accepted us since i don't know but australia know. and new zealand have just been insane lockdown yeah it's it's, it's crazy so I'm still holding on that he'll he'll take me up on that whenever we get the the green light. But well, bring me with you. All right, all right, brother. Well, I do appreciate you jumping on there last minute, and yeah. uh, wish you well. And I, I hope the uh, the Panama thing goes well. That's just like next week, isn't it? Yeah, Saturday, I believe. Believe flying out. Yeah, I didn't get the invite. I think it's just because I can hold a camera. You know, with your shoulder, I don't. Yeah, uh, that was it. That was it. I can't hold the camera. <laughs> I wouldn't have held the camera. I would have just been holding a fishing rod. So, right. right. All right, brother. Good to see you. Yeah, same here, man. Thanks. Enjoyed it. It was good. Good reliving that memory. Oh, for sure. That's that's what I love doing about this is uh, just reliving the shows. Yeah, man. All right. Later. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We ran a little bit long today, but it was good catching up with my buddy Brooksy, and. um, I appreciate y'all joining us. Remember, we'll be back again next Tuesday. And please share our videos with your friends because that really helps us get that uh, get it out there to see more people. And that way, my sponsors like me, and that way, I can do more shows. So, uh, if you are going out fishing or getting out on your kayak, please remember to always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care.